Second Chances for Sora by Whose Liner at fanfiction.net. A Sore Loser. <laughs> Taikumiya yawned as he got out of bed. Another day, another adventure. That always seemed to be the theme every morning he woke up in the digital world four years ago. But as life would prove for him, just as much adventure could be discovered in the here and now, if you knew where to look. But currently, the only adventure that Tai wished to conquer right now was that aching, annoying, rumbling sound within his stomach. He had always been really hungry every time he woke up in the morning, and he thought about what he should eat for breakfast. All decisions were cancelled, as his nose picked up the delicious scent of food being cooked. Quickly throwing on some clean clothes, Ty walked out of his bedroom and into the kitchen, where the smell was coming from. Hey, sleepyhead. You're finally up. Yeah. What's all this? Well, Kari and I thought that it would be nice if she and I made breakfast for you before we all head up for the digital world today. Hope you don't mind. Ah, forgiven. We made pancakes, bacon, and eggs! Sora taught me a lot about how to cook breakfast! Wait a sec. I thought you said you couldn't cook. Were you lying? Okay, I admit, I do know a few things about cooking. I meant to say that I don't bake cookies. That's small time. <laughs> so when did you get so good at this? Hey, working for Digitamamon in his diner for over two years will do something for your cooking skills. Just because I was stuck in the digital world doesn't mean that I didn't learn a thing or six. Now, Ty? Yeah? Before you can sink your teeth into this fine feast, I need you to go wash your hands. Oh, really? Really. Now move that butt of yours. Go! Shoo! Shoo! All right, all right. <laughs> wow, Sora, you're really tough. <laughs> nah, not really. I just like messing with your brother. <laughs> uh you know, it seems like forever since you visited us a lot and hung out with Ty like this. I've really missed you too. You've always been like the big sister I've never had, but always wanted. Thanks, Kari. While I was stuck in the digital world for four years, I thought about a lot of things I missed in this world. But the place I missed the most was here. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Mom and I were always at odds with each other back then. But Ty always let me crash here when I felt bad. And him, you, and your parents made me feel like one of the family. Not a single day has passed where I don't think about it. By the way, I don't want to bring up any bad feelings, but Ty told me last night that you recently went postal on my sister. Am I right? She deserved it. I hate her for what you... I mean... For what she did to my brother. I couldn't agree more. I was just so afraid that I'd lose my brother. Forever. 
It's okay, Kari. I think I understand. I'm just glad some part of Tai hadn't given up on me. Your brother means everything to me. You know, it's kind of funny. You're saying both good and bad things about me. I'm not sure whether I should feel flattered or insulted. You should feel praised and flattered. You and her are completely different. Well, to an extent at least. <laughs> I'd like to think that I'm pretty different from her. Hey, in my book, you're better. Well, there's a new compliment I've never heard. Hey, e easy, Kari. Sorry, it... It's just that I haven't seen my brother this happy in a long, long time. Thanks to you, I finally have him back. I can't thank you enough. Seeing how happy you are is good enough for me. I know how protective you can get over your brother sometimes, and believe me, no one's more grateful than me that I'm still on your good side. Still, thank you all the same. For being there when it really counted. Wow, this girl has so grown up. Will you do me a favor? Anything. Name it. This may seem like a silly request, but would you... Would I what? Be my big sister again? Sora smiled a lot at this request. Growing up with Tai, Sora was sometimes forced to help Tai babysit Kari once in a while. At first... Kari was too young to fully understand how she related to Tai, and simply thought she was her older sister, since she saw her so often. But even when Kari grew a little older, Sora continued to be her big sister, doing her best to look out for her and help her whenever possible. So every now and then, Kari would sometimes call her sister, an unofficial title which Sora found quite acceptable and appropriate. Besides, that innocence in Kari's eyes was just too pure and cute to resist. But even so, Sora didn't even have to think for a millisecond before responding. Of course I will. Very good performance, girls. I think that rates at least six different awards. Oh, be quiet. Let's just sit down and stuff our faces. And the three kids did just that, having a peaceful breakfast. They chatted about this and that, despite the fact that they were all going to venture into Old Edamon's Pyramid later that day. Among the multiple topics of discussion, Kari mentioned something about how she'd make a perfect wife for Ty, being armed with such good cooking skills. Sora didn't have much to say about that, and tried to hide her red cheeks from anyone's sight. There was still some time left after they finished eating, so Kari made a quick run to the store while Tai and Sora cleared up the table and loaded their dishes and eating utensils into the dishwasher. The two teens then plopped down on the couch where they hugged, kissed, and cuddled for a few minutes. They then talked a little more about anything that came to mind. But Ty felt that he had to discuss the business with Anamon's Pyramid before they left. Hey, Sora, are you nervous? About what? About, you know, going back to Anamon's Pyramid. Not as much as I should be. What do you mean? 
Well, Ty, I've lived there for the past nine months, in case you've forgotten. If I was ever afraid of the place, the fear has been gone and buried for a long time. <laughs> Makes sense. One of the things I miss is fighting alongside everyone else when we traveled the digital world for the first time. Let's face it, I was only there for like, what, a little less than half of your adventures? Something like that. But you know what? All in all, I'm sort of glad things turned out the way they did. You know, being trapped in the digital world for four years. And why is that? Because, silly, if I hadn't existed, you and Sis might have gotten together instead of you and me. <laughs> Ty's thought drifted into the what might have been category. What Sora had just said gave him real food for thought. He wasn't complaining that fate had dealt him a second chance to be happy together with Sora. But what about first chances? Who knows what may have happened between Sora and himself from Christmas until now? Would Sora have ever broken up with Matt and followed her heart in his direction? Ty could have gone all day thinking about what could have happened. Still, a part of him would always love Sora, no matter how much she would hurt him, and whether it was accidental or deliberate. And he was quite sure that Sora felt the same way. But as of right now, Ty was with Sora, who showered him with such love, care, and passion, which was so sweet that it could be tasted, giving off a wonderful flavor sweeter than any candy or cake. You know what else? What? I missed you most of all. <sighs> At the school where some of the Digidestin attended, Matt, Izzy, TK, and Sor were waiting for the rest to arrive, albeit a little impatient. They're late. Whoa, watch that arm of mine. I heard that you only get two per lifetime. <laughs> Actually, they're not late at all. If we go by my clock, and they had engaged in some sort of relay race, they'd have approximately 6 minutes and 27 seconds. <sighs> Sorry you guys had to wait! <sighs> gotcha! Uh, oh? Um... Could... Could you let go? Uh, sh sure, sure. S sorry about th that, that. Oh, uh, um, it it's okay. Okay. Let's think about this for a second. Me and Joe? Joe and me? This is certainly awkward. Hey, where's Ty and my sister? Oh, they're back at the apartment, last I checked. What? <laughs> Matt, I don't want to spend any more time in that stupid pyramid than I have to. I'm going to go over to Ty's place and... Whoa. Take it easy, Sor. I'm sure you have good reasons for what you're doing, but your actions are a little premature. Here they come now. 
Yeah, right. You, ch <sighs> you cheated, and you know you did. <laughs> Great. Looks like everyone's here. Huh, wait a sec. Where are those, um, you know, those other kids? Oh, you mean Yoli, Davis, Ken, and Cody? They all went with their parents on a camping trip together as soon as the vacation hit. Ugh. Well, enough talking. Come on, let's go, everybody. The sooner we get back to Edamon's Pyramid, the sooner we can put this whole thing behind us. Everyone nodded and smiled, even sore. It was then that the Digidestin realized that for the first time in a while, Ty was acting like their unofficial but brave leader. They didn't say anything, but to a degree, they all had missed this usual behavior of Ty's. They also noticed that for the first time in about four years, the eight, or nine, depending on how you look at it, of them were off on another mission in the digital world, this time working together again as a unified team. Hmm. Psst. What's this? Come on, Sora. I'll give you a piggyback ride into the school. Why? Why not? Good reason. <laughs> oh, get real, you two. We're going into a high school. Do you really have to act like children? Jesus, who died and made you queen of the fun police. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Jeez, uh, can't they take anything seriously? Sore, I think I know what's going on. What? You are jealous. I most certainly am not. Yes, you are. You're really jealous. Ridiculous! Matt, that is the most ludicrous, stupid, dopey, crude... Careful, Sore. You're running out of words, and they're getting smaller. But I... Oh, Matt, who am I kidding? I am jealous. Hmm. I mean, it couldn't have been that long ago when that was me. It was me who was Ty's partner in crime. Me who was the only person besides his sister who knew him better than anyone. And me who was riding on his back. I think I get it, Sor. If nothing else, you want him back as your best friend, right? Yeah. And what I miss most of all were the fun times we had together. But as long as she's around... Sor, that's enough. Next chance you get, I want you to talk to Ty. Apologize to him and make up. You're right, Matt. <sighs> Matt certainly was a great boyfriend when it counted. Sor was surprised that he wasn't sick of hearing about Ty this and Ty that. But the truth was, Matt didn't mind one bit. He knew full well that, despite the distance Ty and his girlfriend had with each other right now, the truth was that Ty knew Sor better than he did. And even though Sor was Matt's girlfriend, Sor and Ty would always remain close friends and share a very special bond that only friends like them would have. Matt would never try to sabotage this and just learn to live with it. But he was pleasantly surprised that it didn't bother him as much as it should have. Ha <laughs> ha
Hey! Hey what? How come you never offer me a piggyback ride? Yeah, bro. How come? TK's eyes widened and his head spun in different directions from all the funny looks he was getting from Ty, Matt, Sora, and especially Kari. At that moment, he wished that could have shrunk into a size of a dust moat. Although he and Kari had gotten together, he was still pretty new at being a boyfriend and wasn't quite sure how to react to every new situation in a romantic relationship. <laughs> Oh no! Sorry, but can we go to the bathroom? Me too. Me three. Me four. Uh. <laughs> Hey Ty, you, uh, got a sec? <laughs> Always, Sore. Always. Well, first, I'm sorry for being such a crap. My sister and I had an argument yesterday and she said a lot of hurtful things to me. Stuff that really made me think. Sore felt even more ashamed that Ty was really taking the time to listen to her. He was looking at her and paying close attention to her as best as he could. As far as she was concerned, this was more than she deserved. I'm sorry, Sor. I didn't know about this. If you want, I'll have a chat with her. <laughs> hey, Sor. Yeah? Um, are you- Hey guys! What's, What's wrong, wrong, Izzy? I don't mean to be the bearer of bad news, Sor, but your sister is missing! What? Sorry, but she just disappeared without my knowing. I should have kept an eye on her. It's not your fault, Iz. Well, let's just find her first, then get to Edamon's headquarters. Actually, Sora didn't go too far. Well, so to speak. What do you mean? It's reasonable to assume that she ventured into the digital world by herself. But why would she go ahead of us? Hmm... Well, if she really did go back to Edamon's Pyramid, then we'll run into her, right? And then we can ask her what's up. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. If there's anything in that pyramid that's causing trouble, then we need to shut it down. concept and nature of evolution cause places and people to change their direction and growth for better or for worse. But at the same time, there are small segments of life that either strive hard to stay the same or do the least amount of work just to remain unchanged. And Edamon's gigantic inverted pyramid 
stuck in the sandy desert of the digital world, fell well into that category. When the eight kids, known as the Digidestined, appeared there via television, they soon would agree. Boy, gives me the chills being around this horrid place. Let's make this visit the last one. Well, at least there isn't much wind chock full of sand to get in our hair and shoes. At least I now know that even if I don't survive, my hair will be okay. <laughs> Tai, I don't know if I can do this. Hey, come on, Sor. You're stronger than you think, and I know you can be stronger than what you're showing me right now. It's just bad memories. Maybe you're right. Besides, don't you feel somewhat obligated to visit the hospital where your twin sister was born? <laughs> ha! Too late. I saw it with my own eyes. You cracked a smile. That was a mean trick, Ty. That doesn't count. Why not? Because you're funny. <laughs> what can I say? It's a gift. <sighs> hey, wasn't there a door outside this pyramid the last time we were here? Or some sort of visible entrance? There was, but if my memory serves me right, the very first time we came here... One of the sides of the pyramid had a holographic wall, right? Well, something like that, yeah. So all we need to do is find it again, right? It shouldn't be that hard, but that's not what worries me. Then what is it? What worries me most is that this entire place was almost completely deactivated when we came here not too long ago. It would have needed some sort of power source in order to even get the force fields and holographic walls to be active. Therefore, it's safe to assume that something, or someone, found an adequate enough power source and regenerated the pyramid's computer systems. Anything else you want to report? Why, yes, actually. The energy signal that I detected before is still kicking. My laptop detected it directly inside the pyramid, but now it seems as if the signal itself has stretched and has extended throughout the inside of the entire complex. Well, we'll worry about that later. Right now, we need to find the entrance again. Ty felt a very bad feeling in his heart about what was going on and had trouble breathing for a moment. There was a big thought going through his head and Ty didn't like it at all because what he was thinking was impossible, wasn't it? Izzy eventually found the entrance and everyone entered the pyramid. They walked through many twists and turns, but it was hard to lose sight of where they were going. That's because since the pyramid systems were back online, this also included the lights everywhere. When they had explored it before and discovered Soar's double, only a few lights were working, but just barely. Now this place looked brand new. Fortunately, Izzy remembered the layout of the building and found where Danamon's hidden chamber was. As they entered, everyone felt a little worried and slightly scared. What struck them, especially Izzy, 
was that the room looked brand new. Granted, the refrigerator, bed, and other various essentials that Source Twin used were still there, but everything else seemed to be up and running. All the computers, lights, and knickknacks were functioning properly. It was as if the pyramid had never been destroyed the first time around. This is really freaking me out! Hey, what are you all doing here? Sora! Sora! Whoa, lower the volume. Sora, it's you. We were worried about you. Yeah, so why did you run away and go ahead without us? Sorry guys, but I was living here for a while before you all found me. I know more about this place than the rest of you probably ever will. So I just felt that I had to check it out for myself, to make sure that it was safe. We understand, Sora. Just don't make me worry like that again. Pardon me. My apologies. Sora, are you feeling okay? What do you mean? Well, I've been noticing that you've been acting kind of strange lately, and I wanted to know if you've been feeling alright. Because if there is something wrong with you, I want to know about it. Maybe I can help. Believe me, Ty. If there were serious problems going about, I would let you know. Both Sora and Ty smiled. But Ty's smile was only a little one. Something about Sora's smile seemed amiss. It looked... forced. It wasn't the kind of forced smiles and positive gestures Ty always gave when he felt down or when Sora rejected him last Christmas. This brand of smile seemed like it was forced on her by someone else. Okay. Anything, Izzy? Well, it's not much, but I do have something. What you got? I have good news and bad news. The good news is I've managed to use my laptop to partially connect with the Pyramid's computer and downloaded as much information as possible onto my own. And the bad news? These information files are coded. And quite nicely, I might add. It could take forever to decipher the files. Anything else you could do? Well, there is one more thing I managed to obtain. I've managed to unlock this one single file. It was a low-priority file with near-non-existent coding, but whatever's in this file, it's still trying hard to fight back. However, my laptop is generating a decoding system, which should decipher the information, but slowly. Will this tell us where my sister came from? I'm glad you asked, Sor. Why? <sighs> because the file is named Sora, and my laptop has uncovered that it's an acronym standing for... Simulated Organism Replicated Artificially. Sor gulped, and Ty felt a very cold chill go up his spine. He glanced at Sora, who had a near-blank look on her face, but her eyes were what Ty noticed the most. They had some sort of strange look, almost as if they were purely watching everyone, studying them. Well, if that's the extent of our little tour here, we should just uh, pack up and leave. I'm with Joe. He's got a point. I don't think there's much else we can do here. Okay. We'll head for home just as soon as my laptop has finished copying all of the encrypted files from the Pyramid's computer mainframe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mimi then turned her attention to Joe once more and thought about the boy in front of her who was about two years older. Boy, this 
stuff is really complicated. After I cried it all out with Sora the other night, I think I'm finally starting to get over mad. But this is something entirely different! This is Joe I'm thinking about here. This guy studies almost as much as Izzy. He doesn't hang out in the way I do, and he's never even shown much interest in girls for that matter. Ah, uh, maybe he's just shy? The girl looked at Joe from far away, and her heart filled with a little warmth, remembering how he decided to stay with her when she broke off from the group when they were traveling in the digital world for the first time. Mimi smiled at the memory, knowing how sweet that was of him. At the same time, she really hoped that she wasn't turning boy crazy. Done yet, Izzy? Don't rush him. To achieve exactly what you want takes time. Ugh. That's it. I copied the entire database into my laptop. We can leave now. <sighs> I'll have to stay up late again if I want to decode this information. But I promise I'll find you the answers, Sora. If that's what you want. Huh? Well, we better get a move on. If there really is somebody else hiding here, then I don't want to wait around to find out who it is. Hey, bro. I'm kind of hungry. What time is it? Let's see. Whoa. It's 11 already? Well, once we get back, let's grab some lunch. Yeah! Hmm? Hey, Sora, what are you waiting for? It's time to go. Leaving so soon, are you? Sora? Well, now that's weird. What's going on, Izzy? Before we entered this place, I was detecting the energy signal flowing just about everywhere throughout the pyramid. But according to these readings... Yeah? The signal's in... this room. What's this all about, you robotic freak? Oh, I think you know exactly what this is about, you scummy little human! This is payback for everything you and your miserable friends did to me four years ago. Before you all came to rescue Sora, I quickly used my technology to create a special backup program that will preserve a small portion of my consciousness into these very machines. Even though you succeeded in destroying the pyramid, 
My regenerative program had already been copied and integrated into the computer system. Slowly but surely, I used my recuperative abilities to rebuild this place. Yet I tried my best to keep my whereabouts hidden, patiently waiting for the day that the Digi-Distant would return. And that day is now! Mimi, didn't your mom ever tell you not to provoke psychotic robots that hold grudges against people who killed them? Your threats are empty. You've been dead for over four years. Like there's anything you could do to hurt us. Well, actually, Ty, Datamon's proven that he's previously been able to compose an impressive lasting backup system, capable of elaborate verbal and visual interaction, as well as initiating a powerful trapping mechanism sealing us in here. Possibly indefinitely. Izzy, you're not helping. What's that all supposed to mean anyway? We're toast. Uh, I'm just stating the obvious. I think Izzy may have something here, Ty. I seriously doubt that Datamon would have gone through all this trouble if he didn't have a plan in mind. Well, look! We may not have our Digimon, but I doubt that there's much else this guy can do. We can't allow ourselves to be spooked by some robot's video legacy. <laughs> As if any of you had a choice. <gasps> no, no, this can't be. <laughs> Sor, uh, um, are you a back? Girlfriend like that. <laughs> Foolish human. Defiance is unacceptable. You must be disciplined properly. Dispose of him, Sora. No, not to Don't worry, my dear. Your friend will get off easy. It's your brother I'm after, since he is the one who destroyed me. <gasps> But first things first. <laughs> Let go of my brother! You're in no position to make friends. Observe. Next order of business. Zora, make sure that the others enjoy their stay here. <laughs> 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 Wonderful, isn't she? 
is what I call simulated organism replicated artificially. Or Sora, for short. I created her for one purpose. To destroy the Digi-Distant. She responds to every one of my commands, without hesitation or question. All it took one, that one quick scan of Sora I did years ago, to create an artificial replica of her. And I knew that she would prove useful to me, realizing how much of a connection I had to her. It was only easy to make him take the bait. And the fact that I reeled the rest of you in was an added bonus which I humbly accept. <laughs> Sor had said nothing for the past few minutes and continued to be silent as she watched Ty, who had started to move again. Slowly raising his hand, she could see that he definitely noticed what was happening. But the truth was, he didn't care! At first, when he had his initial suspicions about Sora, he thought had gotten strong and experienced enough to handle whatever conclusion arose from his discoveries. But as it turned out, he wasn't even remotely close to being ready to handle this turn of events. Ty would never, ever have possibly estimated or imagined how hard this situation would have hit him. Ty's thoughts were no longer processing as fast as they normally would. His mind was filled with images of the most recent events concerning Sora's double. And Sora somehow knew that she and him were thinking the same Everything, everything from the beginning had been a lie. And all Ty could think about was everything that he had shared with Sora. <laughs> I mean, it could be worse. Sora and I are still friends. And you're completely okay with this? <sighs> things... Things are fine the way they are right now. I still have feelings for you. I always have. Does, doesn't that count for something? You know, there is one thing that I know for sure hasn't changed. When it comes to one-on-one, -on -one, I can still whip you good in soccer. Oh, really? Can't attest those words? <laughs> don't say I didn't warn you. And don't cry after I win. <laughs> You're on. Will you go with me to see my mom and dad? I don't want to be by myself when, if I do this. Sora, you know that I'd do anything for you. You can always count on me, Sora. Never forget that. Just, just checking. And all I know is that you're my everything, Sora. You were right the other day when you said we were like a flashlight and batteries. What you really meant was that we needed each other. When we met for that first time, I knew deep in my heart that I wanted to be with you forever. <laughs> time, I, I, oh, come here, la, no, no, hey, hey, stop, stop it, please, please stop. Then admit it, I'm better than you at soccer. Otherwise, the tickling continues. <laughs> come on. Make me! <laughs> okay, I give. 
It's a hair clip. You, uh, put it in your hair. It's kind of cute. I like it. So, how do I look? Wow, you look beautiful. Uh-huh, you're only saying that because it's true. I finally realized that I've been given a second chance to make things right and to bring my life to a happy ending. You're wrong about that. Oh, am I? Yep, there won't be a happy ending for us. Just a happy existence. Yeah, so much for that. Ty remembered how much it hurt the first time when Sor picked Matt over him. He felt as if all of his life had been sucked out of his body. But comparing that horrible memory to what was going on now, this was a thousand times worse. Ty! Get up, man! That thing is coming towards you! I don't get it! Why doesn't he move? Is he that paralyzed? No, it's not that he can't move. The problem is that he won't. Everyone gasped as they saw the look on Ty's face. His eyes looked so empty and hollow. The light from the light had left his pupils. He could barely hear anyone. It was as if someone had used some sort of remote to breathe him in place. His body, to a certain extent, was shutting down and giving up. The robotic Sora flashed Ty a demonic and grotesque smile. It grabbed Ty by the back of his t-shirt collar and dragged him to the center of the room. Back inside the cube, everyone except Izzy was too preoccupied with the situation at hand to notice a faint sound coming from their digivice. Hearing a beep coming from his digivice, he pulled it out of his pocket to examine it. In the center of its small screen, there were multiple red dots. These were the converging signals of everyone's digivice. As he watched closer, he noticed something odd. Not too far away from the other signals, he saw another one approaching in their direction. Someone else with the Digivice was closing in on the pyramid's vicinity. Izzy was sure he knew his voice. TK, if that's you, I certainly hope you have something big planned to get us all out of this mess. Excellent! That's it, Sora! Leave him right in the center, so everyone can witness his death! Ty was down on his knees, looking into nothing. The only thing that was partially functional was his ears. What he heard was a mixture and blur of sounds that were as clear as mud. He heard a blend of noises consisting of Datamon's last will, barking orders. 
the Sora drone hissing at him, and what was left of the Digidestin calling out to him. This was it. It was all over. He had lost his heart that was full of courage to fuel his will. He had nothing now. He didn't have his Digimon there to protect himself. Sora was no more. TK was gone. But worst of all, no more opportunities. At the last second, Ty's eyes decided to function again just in time to witness his own execution, as well as his long, sharp, glowing red blade moving faster than anything he had ever seen towards his neck. No more second chances. Here lies Tai Kamiya, the Digidestined of Courage. He died because of a childhood friend romance have gone bad due to the fact that his childhood friend's double was in fact a robot and one that obeyed her master and was beheaded without even thinking. Digimon is copyright, Namco Bandai, and Toei Animation. Second Chances for Sora is a fan fiction story written by Steven Lesser, aka Who's Liner, at fanfiction.net. Luis Ernesto Rojas Gonzalez, aka LG65, is the narrator. Scott Terry, aka Northstar, is Tai Kamiya. Seth Jones, aka TX Prince Harry, is Matt Ishida. Miyu Azumane, our Sora Takenouchi, Sor, and a robotic Sora. Jay Ward, aka Korisuo, is Izzy Izumi. Samantha M, aka Samsoul Anamaka, is Mimi Tachikawa. Spencer Granier is Joe Kido. Anthony Rodriguez, a.k.a. Kryshovo is TK Takaishi. Fallon Echo is Kari Kamiya. And Declan O'Boyle is Datamon. Music instrumentals used were Mephilus Temptation, Mephilus Smile, Mephilus, The Villain Was Set Free, and The Resurrection of Solaris, all by Hideaki Kobayashi, Soliana Castle Town by Mariko Nani, Soliana New City by Tomoya Otani, List of the Dead 
by Randy Sly. Lost Souls by Jeff Van Dyke. Uncertainty by Arthur Vinke. And The Accident 10 Years Ago. The Ceiling Revealed and Felice's Tears. All by Tiger. Theme is Bleeding Words by Mobile, written by Christian Kripley and Matt Jones. From the album Tomorrow Starts Today. Copy 2006 Interscope. The end theme is His Work, Sonic Spin, performed by Alita Bodaby and Maddie Lewis of Zebra. Written by Alita Bodaby. Johnny Gilelli and Tomoya Otani. From the soundtrack, Sonic the Hedgehog, 2006. Copyright 2006, Wavemaster Entertainment Japan. This audio drama is copyright 2008 to 2010, 2020 2021, Legendary Guitar Productions. The only way to break free is to break the mold. Can't stop now!